I, I went through so many obstacles that I, when I started, I thought I couldn't do it. <laughs> and I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm just going to try. And, um, and if it doesn't work, then it doesn't work. But really often I found that I could do it. And it's such a boost. And then when you can't do it, you, you know that. And you know, okay, well, you know, that, that's my limit. <laughs> I can't do that. But it definitely teaches you a lot of things. So just, yeah, don't be afraid to, to try new things and do the things that you really want to do because it's so important for your own, uh, for the knowledge of yourself and your own happiness that, that you can be yourself and, and do the things that you want to do. Welcome to another episode of the Work Life Hub podcast. Each week, we bring you an inspiring guest to help you discover the new world of work and learn how your organization can reach its full potential. Thank you for tuning in and spending some time with us today. To find out more about the Work Life Hub, please go to www.worklifehub.com. Welcome to the listeners of the Work Life Hub podcast. This is your host, Agnes Uherecki. And today we're bringing you a very special episode ahead of Zukunft Personal 2019, the largest HR fair in Europe that is taking place in September in um, Cologne in Germany. And today my guest is a keynote speaker of this event and it's Laura Decker. Hi, Laura. Hello. So uh, I guess many of the listeners have heard of Laura. She is the youngest sailor to sail around the globe solo at the age of 14. Um, she started off from Gibraltar on January 12, 2012 on her maiden voyage. And there's even a 2013 documentary with the same title, Maiden Trip, that has documented her uh, solo circumnavigation. And in 2014, Laura released the book, One Girl, One Dream. And uh, nowadays she's uh, having a lot of ambitious projects using sailing to teach life lessons to, to kids. So it's an absolute honor and a great, great privilege to have you on the podcast, Laura. Um, may, I ask you, <laughs> may I ask you to tell listeners a little bit about where you are now in your life? What are your current projects? Yeah, sure. So, well, after the world voyage, I continued sailing to New Zealand and kind of made that my home. And I did a lot of various things and some presentations and traveling. And I I slowly came to realize how much I had really learned from that trip and, yeah, how that gave me possibilities to do things that other kids my age weren't able to do or other people my age um, because I hadn't had these experiences yet. So I worked with some schools in New Zealand as well. And then slowly this idea of, of the project to, uh, to start teaching life lessons came to mind. And I realized the boat is just such a perfect place to learn um, because it, it really throws you in situations where, well, probably on land you don't get into very quickly and a lot of really hard moments where you just have to fight through and it's it's really not always fun. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of moments where you're thinking, why why did I want to do this? Um, but on the other side, you come out so much stronger and you've learned so much about yourself and your own strengths and limits that I think those are really valuable things to know, especially at a young age, because, yeah, knowing those limits gives you a lot of options. 
I think this is um, a, such an important point you're making. And, and I guess a lot of the listeners and, and myself included, I can totally relate to this feeling when you embark on a project and uh, especially with travel as well, when you put yourself in this, you know, outside of your comfort zone and then you wake up there the the first day in the first morning and you think, oh God, why did I, why did I decide to do this? Were there, <laughs> yeah, moments, exactly. were, were there moments in your trip when you, when you were near giving up or, or, or thinking, okay, I'm, I'm going to pack it in? Um, I never seriously thought about giving up, but there were definitely moments that I just thought, oh, why am I here? Why can't I just, be sitting at home on the couch or something. No, definitely. It's not It's not always fun. But coming through it and then you think, wow, that was that was a really great experience and it's and it's often the hard moments that you actually remember most. And by now I've gone through so many of them that when when something like that happens I can remind myself of that and say, Well, you know, in a few days time you will laugh about it and it will actually be be really good and you'll be happy it happens but of course the, the first times on the trip when that happens I was like whoa I <laughs> this is tough I really don't like this and and what was what what were such moments because I think maybe you know having watched the documentary or, or just imagining maybe I would think that it's perhaps a storm you know but maybe it isn't even that so w- what were maybe some of these hard moments when you thought okay I need to need to dig deep here to to power through mm, generally when just i found no wins very frustrating uh-huh. <laughs> because you're just not going anywhere and the sails are flapping and the boat's rolling and stuff is breaking and chafing through and i just found it really frustrating because i couldn't really do anything about it except for fighting to keep yeah keep things on the boat in one piece and and get through it but especially if it took long it was just really frustrating and in moments where you know it's the middle of the night and it's raining and blowing a lot and there's just heaps of wind and something breaks and you have to be out there on the front deck under the water and yeah then those are definitely moments where you think Ugh. <laughs> I don't want to do this, but yeah, then you're back in the cockpit and fix it, and and that's actually a really good feeling. And what were some of the moments when you felt really happy, and or or you know what were maybe some of the positive feelings that you experienced, and and what what were they triggered by? I I have to say the strip was like a roller coaster of extreme emotions in every side so going from super super happy and like complete fulfillment to I really hate this I don't want to be here Uh, which I think is what makes it so special because it it really pushes your boundaries to every edge and you get to know yourself so well and so intimately and the happy moments are there were there were definitely many I loved uh leaving land actually you know it was starting a trip and it was exciting um even though it was also sad often because i was leaving friends that i'd made or a nice place or an island um 
so arriving was also super exciting. <laughs> I had been at sea for a long time and I would see land. I would just often be jumping around about <laughs> really happily. Um, but then there's also just, just single moments at sea where there's dolphins jumping around the boats or um, one night I, there was just no wind at all and the night sky is really beautiful at sea because there's just no light pollution you see so many stars and because there was no wind the sea was like a perfect mirror and all the stars were just reflecting into the ocean and it, it felt like I was just sailing or like floating through, yeah, the, universe. through the sky with stars yeah with stars everywhere and that those things are so amazing that I try to describe, but it's hard to give over the feeling that it gave. You really sit there and think, wow, this is so special and so amazing. And so little people really get to experience those things. And I, I really did realize that when I was on my trip, that these things were really special and I could really enjoy them and be very happy with it and take it in. I think something my uh, my dad always accused me for is that I didn't film enough, or I didn't I didn't take a lot of photos or film, or um, I tried, but I'm really the person that just wants to take it in at the moment, and I feel that yeah, making a video or a photo kind of takes me away from that. Uh, now, of course, I think maybe I, maybe I should have, but. Because of it, I do have it really clear in my mind. I was just in that moment and took in every single thing. So in my head, it's all there. Was it difficult or how did you experience the fact that, I know that from, from myself, that when, you know, I, I'm in a place that I, you know, I find very beautiful or in a moment that I want to share it with somebody. How was that for you that you you had these wonderful but also the difficult moments and uh, were you able to phone somebody or, or was that also something that you feel developed as a skill, not having to rely on other people in these moments, but to really experience it personally? I do think it's something that changes over time and probably is different for everybody, but I wasn't really able to contact anybody. I did have a set phone, but it was for emergency. So I wasn't going to mm-hmm. go call my dad and say, wow, this is such a beautiful sunset. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Pretty yeah. angry because that's an expensive statement. Um, but no, there were definitely moments that I thought, I really want to just show this to somebody or tell it. So I wrote down a lot. That's um, I think I expressed most of that in my blogs, just, sharing what I saw and what I felt. So that way I felt I could share it with the world and share it with my family and friends. But on the other hand, I also did find it pretty special to to experience on my own because I do think you experience it very differently and and in some magical way. But it, it yeah, you're right. It has it has two sides, definitely. On the one hand you really want to just show somebody and share it but on the other hand it was it was magical also to to see it all on my own mm. and what were because we're recording i mean i have of course a million questions 
<laughs> but time is always going very, very quickly here on the podcast. So uh, ahead of uh, Tukov Personal, and, and I know that now you're, you're, you want to share your experiences with others and, and help others also maybe even shake them up a little bit to, you know, to, to, to get them out of this nine to five or this rut or whatever people are in and, and use your experience to inspire others, but also share. So, so what were some of these, these skills that you feel you learned and developed uh, uh, during these, these, these trips that you now find in retrospect that, wow, these, these, are, these are great tools that I have and I would like to share them with others? Mm-hmm. Well, I think the most important thing for anything really is just knowing yourself and knowing your boundaries and your limits and how far you can push yourself. And something that I think most people have is that they don't know how much they are capable of doing. They always think, oh, I can't do that or that's too hard. I shouldn't do that. And then they don't do it. And on this trip, I was pushed to my limits so often and I was surprised about it myself a lot of the times that I thought, oh, wow, I, I can actually do this because I had to do it. I didn't have another choice. But I came out thinking, wow, all right, so I'm capable of doing that. So what else am I capable of doing? And it really, um, it helped a lot for my self-confidence and just kind of knowing where my limits are. And I think that's that's a really important thing. But it also really opened my eyes to the rest of the world Of course, I had traveled a lot with my parents, but I was very little. So basically, all I had seen when I left was was Europe and Holland and kind of the Western mentality and way of living, where a lot of things just evolve around now and money and, um, and going out to islands where there's just nothing but fruit trees and little huts. And these people live so differently and they're actually really happy in, in their own way. They're, they're so friendly and so welcoming and so happy. And to me, that was really eye-opening, just realizing that happiness does not come through materialistic things or cluttering things or having a lot of stuff. It's, it's really something that's within yourself and, and these people and just seeing all these different cultures really made me realize that and make me see that it's okay to be me. Um, I think if you always grow up or live in one place, then you automatically start to act and behave like everybody around you does because that's the norm in that certain place. But when you travel, you see, okay, but in that place they do it differently and there they do it differently. So really there is no standard anymore and suddenly you can just be you. And that's that's very important. Yeah, you you put it so beautifully, and 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 you know I I couldn't agree more. But now that you're on land, is it uh, is it difficult to to maintain this uh, philosophy, perhaps, and and not get carried away with material things? Is this something that you find is is you know is still you know affecting you that okay? I, the the context or the place you're living in? Yeah, it's a really good question because I, I do find myself sometimes kind of getting carried away and I have to kick myself in my fingers and say, uh-uh, no, no, we're not going to do that. <laughs> um, but I, I think I'm only able to do that and kind of 
keep myself on, on, on the rail because of those experiences, because I know in my head, all right, you know, it's like that. But of course I, I find it's much harder to do it. You know, when I'm, when I'm here kind of, and you're get caught up in, in everything that's happening and in the rush of society and it's hard to snap yourself out of that. And I can totally imagine if you don't even know the other side of it, that, yeah, you would never be able to do that. I think I'm, able, I'm only able to do that because I've, I've seen all those things. Yeah, and, and I think that you're so on, on trend, if I may say so. And, and you know, there's a lot of new um, tools and, and influencers coming from Marie Kondo and the you know, the whole idea of simplifying and the plastic free July, Mm -hmm. I think there's a build up of of resistance to this, um, perhaps American style. (laughs) And now also, of course, European consumerism and, and endless uh, materialism. So so I think it's very, very much on, on trend, your messaging. um, And, and, and it's something that, that definitely more people need to to bring out. And if I understand correctly, um, your ambition is now to work more with young people to to take them on, on, on a sailing trip and, and support them with their development through your experiences, kind of? Yeah, exactly. So we're, at the moment, we're fundraising to build a ship. And on that ship, we want to take out youth and just, yeah, take them on trips and teach them life skills that are just, not thought in schools and there's a lot of theory and a lot of following the rules and sitting inside of the box in schools and I do think in a certain way we we do need that but there's not a lot of room for uh, self-development and and seeing who you really are yourself so that's the part that I wish to teach and give. Wonderful Um, now one question that I had uh, when I watched your, your your the documentary and also preparing for this podcast, is that so you you had this goal, right? You you wanted to do the solo circumnavigation and 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 be the youngest person to do this and and to prove yourself and your parents and the world that that you can do it. And, but many people, you know, have smaller life goals or, or goals that they uh, you know reach later in life. I mean, it's, it's quite a, a, a um, just a handful of people we know of who really, you know, uh, are able to, to, to fulfill these big, hairy goals uh, so early in life. Uh, how was it then for you after when you've completed it? Uh, was it, uh, d- did you feel a kind of a, a, a whiplash of, okay, now I've done it, what next? Uh, and, and how easy was it to build up a new goal or a new focus? Yeah, actually not. Not really at all. I feel like I've just kind of kept going full speed <laughs> ever since. Um, in some way, it gave me the, the the energy and the encouragement to actually do things. Like just yeah, I, I realize there's so many things to do in the world, and um, I, I couldn't. I have so many ideas and so many dreams. I couldn't possibly do them all. So I really had to just sit down and say, okay, you have to focus on just a few things and do those. Um, but no, I, I hadn't, didn't have a feeling of falling in a hole or not knowing what to do at all, actually. I rather felt that this trip was 
with the building blocks that I needed uh, to, to actually start my life or something. Mm. And also because you have seen so much, I guess, you know, these experiences came together and and really just nourished you in a sense. Yeah, I do think so too. It wasn't, maybe it made a big difference that the trip wasn't really about the trip or like about the record or, or finishing it. It was rather, I just wanted to, to do it and see and, and know how it feels and, and get to know those places and be out there in calms and storms. And yeah, that, I think that's much more important because of that. It didn't really feel like the trip ended or anything. It just continued. <laughs> what are some of the life lessons that you feel you can share with people on platforms like Zukunft Personal or via your videos that you think people can take away or, or implement in their lives, even if they don't set out on a sailing trip? Uh, what, what what is it something that we also can kind of take away from from your experience and and learn from you that you know we can maybe try to do within our kind of limited uh, uh, boundaries that we have uh, you know nine to five jobs and yeah I understand well I think definitely the the fact that realizing that the whole world like there's so many different people and cultures they're so realizing that it's okay to be you. Um, you don't have to get caught up in what everybody else is doing and do that, even though you, even though you don't feel happy doing that. I think most people, you know, they kind of know what they want to do or who they want to be, but they just they're too, they're afraid to do it or think, wow, everybody's going to think I'm strange or weird, and and that's just really not necessary. You might be strange or weird in that place, but not in a totally different place. So everybody is different and, and, and that's, that's good actually. Um, and I think another part is to just really not be afraid to, to do things and to try new things. And, um, I, I went through so many obstacles that I, when I started, I thought I couldn't do it. <laughs> and I thought, well, okay, I'm, I'm just going to try. And, um, and if it doesn't work then it doesn't work, but, really often I found that I could do it and it's such a boost and then when you can't do it you you know that and you know okay well you know that that's my limit <laughs> I can't do that but it definitely teaches you a lot of things so just yeah don't be afraid to to try new things and do the things that you really want to do because it's so important for your own uh for the knowledge of yourself and your own happiness that that you can be yourself and, and do the things that you want to do. It's a lot about limiting beliefs, I think, that we put ourselves under a lot of these limitations. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. That may, or may not even exist. Now, I, I also wanted to ask you, because I have my oldest child is 14, um, and I, I, I don't know if other mothers watching this were thinking the same like okay would I allow my child to to do this but of course we have to know and and you know consider that your parents are sailors themselves and and that's how you were actually born and but would would you if you if your child uh, would say mom I, I want to do it or even beat your record would would you say sure uh, Tim go do it <laughs> <laughs> 
Um, really tough question. Um, it, it, there's so many circumstances that depend on it. I, it. The best answer I could give is that I wish I will be as brave and courageous as my parents have been. Um, because, you know, the, the opportunity that they gave me and especially my dad supporting me that way, it, it was so amazing. And for him, I think it might have actually been much more difficult than it was for me. Yeah. <laughs> because I was going on a great adventure and he was letting me go. And I think it, for him, for him, it was scary and very difficult. So, no, I, I just wish I can give him that same upbringing and believing in him and trusting him to to do and explore and to learn and and be brave enough you know if i see that he is capable of doing something and and he really wants to do it and he's working hard for it then then i just hope i can be brave enough and say yes you should do that and and give him those options and yeah it's it's not easy, but it's definitely best for the child, I think. And, and that's the whole point of being a parent, that you give your child, yeah, opportunities to learn and, and to be the best they can be. And you need to let them go sometimes. And it's important to really know your child very well. So because of that, I think it's important to spend a lot of time with them and know where their limits are and what they are capable of doing and how they react in a lot of different situations. And that's something my dad really did with me. He just sailed with me and threw me in difficult situations and capsized the boat and see how I reacted. Wow. Um, but, you know, often I was angry at him that he would do that. And um, But now I see that that's, those were really amazing things that he did that. So, yeah, I, I just wish I could do the same thing for my child, of course. Well, first of all, kudos to your dad for raising such a strong, adventurous, brave woman, <laughs> which yeah. the world needs much more of. Um, but also, I think it's such a beautiful metaphor uh, for all parents out there to let their child kind of sail off into their own adventure. Because mm -hmm. I feel myself and I know that, you know, even... Now, especially when the world is changing so fast, you know, nobody has the recipe for success or happiness anymore. And, and you know, we may think that it's school or excellence in education, but that's not maybe what your child would want. And allowing yourself as a parent to break free from these parenting norms and conventions to allow your child to flourish is, is I think, an additional challenge uh a link to link yeah. to what you're saying about self-development and allowing and yeah i agree it's it's not an easy one but very important <laughs> well thank you so much for for this wonderful conversation laura before we go to the yeah. the last question may i ask you to to tell listeners uh, your website or your your facebook page where people can go to f to follow you and and find out more about your work yeah, sure. So the, the current project I'm doing is called the Laura Decker World Sailing Foundation. And the website is just www.lauradeckerworldsailingfoundation.com. And on Facebook, we can be found at Call of the Ocean or the Laura Decker World Sailing Foundation as well. So, um, yeah, 
on that you can find lots of information about me and the project. And so the project is now to raise funds to buy a boat. And well, we're going to gonna build it actually. Okay, we're sorry. Pur- yes, purpose to... build it. Yep. But. <laughs> And, and, and what's what's the plan? Is to take how many kids? Uh, a, a little bit about the timeline. Where would you take them? There's going to be uh, 12 kids on the boat at one time, and it's going to be ages from nine to 17. Mm-hmm. So for the younger groups, we'll do a bit shorter trips, and for the teenage group, we really want to do longer trips, so like a couple of months, and they will have to do everything themselves on the boat. They'll have to cook and and clean and sail and navigate and it's kind of I just want to give them a bit of the same experience that I had but I realized there's not a lot of kids who grew up the way I did and have the same ambitions (laughs) so it's in a uh, in a in a protected environment you know when I say okay the boat's really gonna like sink or go on the rocks or something we'll we'll step in and (laughs) make sure it stays afloat but uh yeah, my point is that they, they get through those same feelings and the same hardships and situations that I had to go through as well. So they can develop that way and, and realize that they're capable of so much more than they think of. Well, wonderful. I can only just, you know, really congratulate you and, and support your, your vision. And, and I think it's so valuable that, that you want to kind of pay it forward and 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 uh, even uh, expand to more more children and, and young people and and share this uh, these fantastic experiences so uh, thank you very much for that i think the world really needs you um, and i just want to wish you really the best of success uh, with this project and and also in general and thank you very much for your time thank you so much <laughs>